can you do more with less? No, we're not talking about stripping your resources or having less staff help you out. We're talking about communication. Can you get your point across in less words? Now, we are constantly inundated with messages, with pieces of information that we're supposed to read, and we don't have time for it. We don't have the attention for it. And so many times, our message is getting crowded and lost, leaving us to feeling misunderstood, misrepresented, and lost in the shuffle. And I keep seeing this come up with my clients. These are people who deeply care about what they're doing, and they spend so much time writing out their thoughts and their plans and the process, and they publish, and it's crickets. And they're left scratching their head, wondering what happened. Why didn't people read it? Was it something they said? Was it something they didn't say? And the fact is, it's both. It's what we're saying, it's how we're saying it, and it's how we're positioning our thoughts. So I wanna ask you this question. Can you get your point across in seven words or less? Here's a hint. Think about your message as a headline. It could be a Netflix show, it could be an article, it could be a blog, it could be a podcast episode. In that microsecond of reading that title, you're gonna make a decision whether you want to read more. So think about what needs to be included. It's probably a top of mind topic, uh, so something that's an issue that you care about, or it could be related to the who. So who does this affect? And then why do you need to, to read it? What is the underlying subheader? So the first seven words is about grabbing attention. So do more with less. That's it, one, do more with less. That's four words. Now, how, how do we say, say more with less? Get your message across with less. So we can tweak and finesse this, but think about yourself from the reader's perspective. What is it that they need to know in those initial microseconds to grab their attention? And then, what is the sentence or two to follow that gives them more and for more more information, more clarity, so they know to dive in. So if you've heard of the TLDR, uh, that stands for too long, don't read. That would give people the opportunity to read the first two pieces of information and get more understanding about where you sit on things, what you're trying to express. And then think about what needs to be bullet pointed afterwards. So what are the main objectives that you need to uh, follow, what are the things you want to come across, what are the calls to action. And there's a, a great example of this with the Daily Mail. They let you know in that first paragraph all of the major points of the story. And then you can go and read a little bit more. And honestly, they don't really add anything more. It's a lot of restating of the bullet points. But they'll expand on those ideas. So if you're someone who is notoriously verbose and you know who you are, Think about how do you create a header, a subheader, and three to five major bullet points to get your ideas across. Did you know that the average person can only retain four to seven pieces of information? And imagine if they have to spend all of that energy sifting through your message to find the point of the story. So if you want to be helpful, if you want to be understood, make your points known. Put your points out there. 
if people want to learn more, they're going to read more. So we can't hide hide the uh, the action. We can't hide the prize. We need to make it out front and center. So don't bury the lead. That was the phrase I was looking for. I knew it was going to come to me. So think about what is it that you want to communicate? Who needs to know about it? Why is it important? And then if you want to expand on your process, make sure you're using headers. Think about things as phases or topic lines so that people's eyes can immediately follow through. And make sure you have page breaks, meaning that you have paragraphs with space in between. Because if, I don't know about you, but when I see big bulky paragraphs, I'm immediately thinking that you haven't taken the time to refine your ideas, which means that I'm going to have to do a lot of work to figure out what you're trying to say. So just by taking the time to sort it out, to order it, and to create space, it immediately builds trust with the other person because it feels like you've put the thought and attention for the reader and the viewer. These are basic things. And if you're thinking, well, Lauren, they should just know that I care. They should just know that like I'm being thoughtful. Look how much time I put in putting all these words on paper. And uh, assumption is not your friend in this. We want to assume best intent, but the reality the reality of this is people just do not have the time and attention. And especially, especially if you are a process-oriented person who likes to knock things out, we call it quick starts, then you are not going to take the time to read it. You're immediately going to go, oh, here we go again. Here comes the novel. And there might be an inner joke about it, but you're getting all of your thoughts and your hard work lost. So this is not about changing who you are. This is about refining for your audience. So take all of that, that work that you've done and put headers on it, sort it out, create the bullet points, create the subheader, create the master header, and then share it with people who don't think the way you think and ask them what their takeaways are from it. What could be missing? How do they drive it home? So just by switching the perspective of the audience will help you objectify it and take it less personally. Because as soon as we make it about us, we've lost our audience. It's not about us. Our objective, our intention is to be understood, to share our ideas, to have influence. So we have to stop making it about us and make it about our audience. What is it that they need to know? What are their must-haves? What are their deal breakers? And how do we shift and finesse our language to meet them where they are? So I hope this was helpful. I know this was a lot. I wanted to have something really quick and ready for you because this is the key to helping you be better understood and to lower your stress and frustration when you're spending all that time and people aren't reading it. So go ahead and try it. If you need some help workshopping it, feel free to send me kind of like a general paragraph and I will help you find a seven word solution, I promise. I've done it for my clients, it's super fun. So. As a reminder, if you are not subscribed already to the Spitfire podcast, you can go ahead and do that. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all those fun places. And you can go to spitfirepodcast.com and leave a review. We would love it. So go out there, start synthesizing, condensing, concentrating, and see what impact you can have in your communication and language. And you Spitfires, keep being awesome.